Shirley, Emily, Sequin, and Glenna. IOPS.ca empowers women. In 2017, Nathan Arias, founder of IOPS.ca, put a call out on social media to create a team of Indigenous women to empower women. Within a year, the ladies attended the Fearless Women Summit to receive an award for empowering women. One Woman, Fearless and Empowering Indigenous Women and Girls Award. May 2018, 35 episodes later, the ladies wrapped up the show to join us today, August 2020, for a reunion. IOPS.ca empowers women. Uh, tonight we have Shirley Cardinal and Emily Ross, and we'll soon be joined by, or in a few minutes, from Glenna Henderson. <laughs> this is my first time having multiple people on my podcast, so it's pretty cool. Bear with us and have fun. Um, ladies, how are you doing this evening? Good. It's really hot over here in the range. And and same uh, in the north here too. I didn't. I I have an air conditioner, but I haven't put it in yet. And and nice um, hairdos, by the way. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. It's what you do when it's hot. <laughs> yeah, you put your hair up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good to see you, ladies. Um, ladies, can um, starting with Shirley, can you give us a little bit of uh, history on iops.ca? Oh my goodness. So uh, Nathan Arias, he put a call out on Indigenous opportunities. And one of the uh, call out was to do a, a show empowering Indigenous women and girls. And all four of us, uh, we basically showed our interest. And in very short time, we hosted uh, a show. And I think it lasted about one year and we would come up with topics and we would chat about that. And uh, during that time, we got nominated for an award, Empowering Indigenous Women and Girls actually was the theme. And that was a great uh, one year uh, doing the show. And it was sharing the success stories, yes. And I love that part. Mm -hmm. Right. So Emily, where were you when Nathan put the call out? I was actually sitting in the living room <laughs> and I was like trying to think of like positive ways to make a difference in the community. And it just happened to be that Nathan was online and I was on Facebook and I was like, hey, that's perfect. At least we can like start sharing success stories. And yeah, I love the idea. So I jumped on board with him. Right. I was on the road. Um, Gosh, I was in the middle of nowhere and I was just uh, scrolling through, through Facebook and I seen Nathan um, when he put the call out and I just liked liked it. I thought, okay, there's commitment there if I if I say I'm interested. But um, just that little like, that little that little icon that I pressed, um, suddenly I became a part of the IOPS Empowers Women family. We will go here um, as this is a reunion. And I'm so happy to see everyone. Um, I understand that some things have been going on with each of us. So we'll start with Shirley, new and exciting things with you. What's, what's new in Shirley's life? Uh, oh my, where do I begin? 
Um, so I've been working full time at home since uh, the pandemic started, which was uh, in late March. And so I've been really fortunate and grateful that I can continue to work at home. So it hasn't had that impact on me because I'm a single mom. And that's a priority for me is my daughter and of course myself that uh, we have, you know, what, what we need to, to have a good, healthy lifestyle. And so in mid-May, uh, things took a sudden turn where my son had called me at 8.30 in the morning to let me know that him and his father were tested uh, COVID, COVID um, positive. And my heart's just beating real fast, just <laughs> thinking about that. But I'm so grateful and thankful that it was a mild form and they both fully recovered. And so since then, um, I truly believe that information is power so that we can make informed decisions. And of course, to be prepared in terms of having um, a plan in place, whether it's contacts where you can have the resources um, in place that a family may need when they're impacted by COVID. So my heart goes out to those who lost lives and for those um, currently going through uh, the pandemic. So uh, with that, it um, on the brighter side, to think that there is one, is that it's given me time to actually enjoy my home. It gives me an opportunity uh, what retirement will be like. So while it's a little bit down the road, um, it's given me time to declutter my home. Mm -hmm. um, to do to do my morning my morning readings that I love to do, and my hobbies like genealogy. I've uh, done some arts and crafts where we have like a paint night, my daughter and I, and, and it brings us together. And so um, I really have been enjoying that side of it. And um, so first and foremost, uh, the power to be informed, to be prepared and safe. And now we're moving into, you know, where you're expanding your bubble or your cohort, for example. So my daughter and I had a frank discussion um, this morning that we would keep it small. And um, so arts and crafts, I think, are one of the avenues that we've been doing. You can see that photo behind me. That was our first paint night, Home Sweet Home. And so I thought that was really fitting because when stress increases, to increase things that make us happy and um, self-care. So that's part and parcel of the things that I like to do to increase the entertainment of uh, what I would do. And that helps me a lot to cope with the stress. And it teaches me to be um, more compassionate to be to appreciate what I have and not what I don't have. And and so that's what I'm so grateful and thankful for that my son and my ex have fully recovered. Um, and on the plus side, I've even saved money because I'm no longer seeing um, a lash lady with the nails and all of that. <laughs> so, so, so you're my, saving cash while staying home. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so along the themes of uh, appreciating things and adjusting my attitude has, I think, made me a softer person and to really reflect before I say 
things where I can say I'm sorry for being rude or short and just to step back a little bit because now time's on our side I think for that that um, that reflection part yeah it's like it's like it closed it closed everything down and slowed everything down so we could get back to who we were supposed to be right instead of rushing everywhere being exhausted doing everything so quickly I think that it slowed everybody down to hey you got, All right. yeah. you got the floor now. What, what's yeah. new and exciting with you? And thank you, Shirley, for that. That was really, yes, really thank nice. Thank you, Shirley. Um, I just want to continue on with Shirley's when she talked about like uh, working from home, right? So uh, when we met in 2018, I was taking finance classes and then I went into management for a catering company. Um, I got to have that experience in the senior role and I really enjoyed it. But finance called me back again. So, but I do my classes online. So I do my online learning with my finance commerce with Athabasca University. And so when COVID hit, I was already used to being home. So it was like, okay, that's fine. And I was already slowed down and I was already ready to adjust to the new change that's coming. So I'm still in the progress of like, I'll be done soon. And then I want to get into finance. There's a gap that I, I recognize between um, Aboriginal people and investing their money. So for me, it's like, okay, well, here's an opportunity for me to take part of the community, like wide community, and teach people how to love their money again and where to invest it and to be like ready for the future when they want to retire. So those kinds of things really, I was like, yeah, that's something that's needed in the communities and that's something that I'm going to achieve. And I can't believe it's already almost here. Like, it's like, it's so crazy that I worked so hard, like 10 years of accounting. And then I worked so hard to like, even get like to school, work, kids, everything else. And, but it's a part of it. And for me to get so close to this goal is like really exciting for me. So, Yeah. And then when you think about like when Shirley was saying you're working from home, it's going to be a new normal. I think it's going to be, we have to like motivate ourselves to get up in the morning to do your, your work. You have to be able to like know that, okay, I'm going to be at home, but I have to get up. And it's like self-motivation is key. And then, so being, me being in school, that already taught me that lesson before, but now it's like reinforcing it all the time. And now this new normal, um, I'm actually going to be a part of a study group with uh, Aboriginal Human Resource Council in September that's going to teach people how to present themselves in that new workforce. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's my exciting news. <laughs> Plus, I'm a grandma of two now. So. <laughs> I'm like, ah, numbers, finance. You're one oh, yes. in being for sure. <laughs> It is for me. I, I'm so excited. Like I'm learning the New York Stock Exchange, and I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like the application behind it. So it's really, it's really good. I love it. I have a question, Emily. So if I were interested in the stocks, like I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I have no idea where to start or or who to go to or what. Like, would you be a go-to person for that type of? Yeah, um, I would be. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like set up for the future is to make sure that we're there to like teach people, okay, well, this is where you can invest your money because there's so many places you can go to. You can go to the banks, you can go to investors, you can go to different organizations, but do you really want to make a formed decision? How are you going to do that? And what does that look like? 
right? So that's where I'm like, okay, this, and being that Aboriginal woman who can relate to people that are like native and then to teach them, okay, let's look at it this way. How are you going to invest here? You know? So I want to be that person to do that for them. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, mm -hmm. So surely uh, Glenna just got a hold of us and, or on, on it, via comments and she said she'll be on in 10 minutes. Um, can you, like, while we're, we're waiting for Glenna to join us, can you tell us a little bit of the process or the, um, the award that IOPS.ca empowers women received in Edmonton? Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, when I saw the call out, uh, to do a nomination and knowing the work that the group was doing, I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. And, you know, uh, the... The idea struck me that the words came so easy to do the nomination because let's face it, um, we, we did that on a volunteer basis and we always came up with different themes and different opinions, but always with the goal to empower. Mm -hmm. And I think as Indigenous women, that comes naturally to us as mothers, sisters, etc. And so there's always a topic um, that we would discuss. And I think that it's a bridge um, part and parcel of whether we're students, mothers, cookums, and the like. And, uh, and so to my surprise, we got accepted. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and it was a wonderful way for me to say, okay, now that we've had achieved that, what else can I do, we do, so. Mm -hmm. And it's good to see like the, the growth that came from that, like even just like doing that, that, that show back in 2018, the growth that came from that, like there's so many women out there now that are out there empowering, like Javon Fiddler with Tree Native, she has her own business um, in Saskatoon selling items, but she empowers women in business also. So that that comes with it, right? And then uh, if you look at, um, there's another lady that does her suicide awareness and how it linked to Devon was Devon gave her, I think some teachings and then she started on her own business, like t-shirt business and bringing awareness to suicide. So, and she actually linked up with somebody, like I was gonna talk about this when Nathan came on, but she linked up with um, Walking with Angels with Tristan DeRocher, who's like walked from LaRange to Regina, um, raising awareness for mental health. And she met up with them in Saskatoon. So it's all like interconnected. And it's pretty interesting to see like how we started off as empowerment and then it grew from there and it's all connected, everybody's like, it's all like we're all cousins. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just like we all make a difference. Okay, um, I almost forgot about myself. <laughs> okay, new and exciting things with sequin. <laughs> uh, for um, people that listen to my show regularly, I just um, you know with the start of COVID, uh, I, w I too started working from home. So I'm a teacher and, you know, getting up at nine and um, working until like whatever hours every evening was really taxing and it was online. So what did I do? 
I started a podcast online <laughs> just to add to that, you know, just to add to the fun in my life. <laughs> um, but I've been very diligent with staying home and, you know, the social distancing and just, you know, being aware of my surroundings and, and things like that. So I've been trying to incorporate um, my education background with what it is that I would like to do or how I would like to see the future of education. And I do know that um, being out on the land is actually a plus in, in situations mm -hmm. like this where it is possible to social distance and different things like that. So I'm very, very tanned right now. I'm usually fair. <laughs> um, none of my makeup <laughs> matches my skin tone anymore. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I was, um, I just completed a three week life skills and land based learning with clients for my reserve. And that was super wonderful. It was great. Like we were out on the land and um, I had an opportunity to share uh, my love for the plants and, and, and the trees, you know, just a different aspect of land based learning, because I know that a lot of people are going forward with that and making um, huge, huge steps. But then I, I, so I'm there, you know, what is, what interesting things can sequin contribute? So um, with my particular class, the students went through a week long process of creating a skin salve um, just because we're like a, quite a distance away from a town or a city. And, you know, what do you do during times of COVID when you have a skin rash or a sunburn and, you know, going to town? is not that easy of an option. So I thought I would teach them things where they can do it at home, make them themselves, make a product themselves. So yeah, we worked with um, plants and created um, skin salve. So it took up a lot of time and uh, it was a lot of fun. So that's what I've been up to. So empowers women, okay? Inspirational thoughts. Right. So yeah. Who's empowering you guys right now? Well, right now, um, I learned that one of the teachers, if you will, that I followed for many, many years, I just learned the other day that he passed on, uh, Bert Goldman. And uh, so since 2012, I've learned so much from the various information that he has available. So one of the treats that I'm really looking forward, Glenna! <laughs> Get in on here! Oh, oh my gosh, awesome to see you. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. So um, I'm trying to figure out how to share it on Facebook, but I don't think I can do it at the same time. But um, but uh, it's nice to see all of you again. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, what I've been up to, uh, I moved to Saskatoon in November before COVID and, uh, you know, life changes and stuff. Uh, my son just graduated my baby. So, and he's going to university, uh, of Montana starting in about less than a month now, I guess, four weeks. And, uh, uh, I did do a food booth this weekend. That's why I'm so busy and sweating. I'm just unpacking and putting stuff away right now. <laughs> so I was in Poundmaker at the Indian Relay and Chuck Wagons. So uh, that was my first outdoor summer event. I did one in January. Uh, it's called Winterruption. 
and they uh, they had a teepee and people speaking every half hour and talking about like the indigenous people here in Saskatchewan and they had a fire going and we did bannock on a stick and you know like so things like that right really uh, uh, I'm able I've been able to uh, from the people that I knew here uh, that worked with Saskatoon Public Schools, uh, Judy Gray Eyes uh, introduced me to uh, the school Nutana Collegiate. So they teach adults. And so I've also been working uh, there at the school every Thursday and cooking for, for the adults there. And, and then uh, I've also been doing some Indigenous uh, teachings uh, with food, like uh, some of the natural foods like wild rice and fish and sturgeon and even like caviar eggs. And uh, I've done a few uh, large meal meals were at the Festival de Voyager in Manitoba. And then we were, I was also part of a, a group called Ishkade. And what we do is we walk through from the 1600s or contact all the way to the present with food sovereignty and how we prepare food, what foods were here before. So we did some stuff that was uh, pre-settler uh, times. And so we couldn't cook with like milk, flour, uh, you know, like it was very, no cheeses and things like that. So it was a, it was a time to really shine and show stuff that we knew from that was land-based and that, that's always been part of our meals and different things like that. So Indian popcorn and, you know, like using all the meats of the, uh, of uh, animal. And then, uh, you know, so there's been a lot of transitions, like really sad things. My uh, mother passed last September, she got sick last year in January. So that kind of took, uh, it takes a long time. Like, I mean, it's all, almost been a year and you're still, you know, uh, her birthday's uh, Wednesday. So it's kind of that time eh, where all these things come are going to come flooding back where she, you know, she got quite ill in the end. And, and so, uh, you know, that whole, um, that whole new life where there was this life before your mother was here, and then there's a life after. And so, uh, you know, that was, that was quite a struggle. And then, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then my dad has dementia. And so it's, uh, I talked to him on the phone and, you know, like he knows who we all are. Like, that's not a problem. Sometimes he forgets and things like that, but he doesn't know my mom's gone. Like he thinks he just saw her like this morning or, you know, yet, yet last night, or I didn't call, talk to your mom today. He'll send me in. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it was hard at the beginning. And then cause he was at the funeral, he was at, you know, attended all those things, but uh, so it's, uh, but I mean, he's such a joy and he's full of love. He has no animosity. He's just like, you know, I love you, my girl, and everything's going to be all right. And don't worry about me because we can't go see him. I haven't touched him since January, right? So I want to visit him, but we have to sit like across a table and stuff like, and he wants to come, you know, I want to hug my girl and, you know, we can meet at the window, we can meet at the door. And so that's part, the worst part of COVID. COVID and I think the easiest part has been that I had my sons living with me again. So I, I got back grown-up children, you know that. <laughs> so that was like my joy, right? So 
of all in all of this i got strength through having my boys here and hearing their voices gaming and just talking and cooking for them every day and all kinds of stuff and we all gained weight and you know it just <laughs> so, <laughs> wow so many things have been going on uh glenna so many things mm -hmm. thank you for sharing with us so we got a surprise guest joining us today Sort of the glue for IOPS empowers women. IOPS.ca empowers women. Welcome, Nathan. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, uh, hello, the fabulous four. Good to see you guys all together. I hope one day you guys decide even to do all your own shows. Uh, I know Sequence started her own show. I'm doing mine. Just taking a. I'm on hiatus. But, uh, you know, the potential's there. I, it's good to see you guys. I follow you guys all on Facebook, obviously. But um, it's really good to see this happening again. I know COVID's kind of opened a door for more podcasts and start stuff. So mm -hmm. other than that, uh, yeah. did you guys hear what I think I said? A little. A little, yeah. We're just, we're just waiting for the part um, where you empower us. Like, mm -hmm. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> I knew what I was going to say. Oh, he's ducking out. He's ducking out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, like uh, Nathan, empower us like you did at the beginning, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gone." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, with that, it was Nathan who put the call out there and look at all of the different uh, shows and everything that he inspired people to get involved, anywhere from movie night to entrepreneurs to jobs available. And mm -hmm. to me, during uh, COVID and even before, it just crystallized at how I truly enjoy what I do in the human resources world. Mm -hmm. And especially to appreciate, too, the change working, working from home, having the tools available to do that. And it can be just, you know, things that we take for granted in terms of having reliable Internet, a little spot in the home. I work at my kitchen table, by the way. And you probably see uh, right behind me, I have a little cabinet to put my work in. So at the end of every day, that's where I uh, put my work in my little tote on wheels and just close my laptop and just appreciate that despite the uh, times that we are in, we can still connect. Look at us. We're using tools now that... <laughs> We had difficulty at the beginning, and now it seems that people are using Zoom. This is yeah. called uh, StreamYard.com, and they're available. So sometimes it, it means learning a new skill so that we can continue what we know is normal mm -hmm. and adapting to that. And so one of my biggest challenges, um, I haven't gained an ounce, nor have I lost an ounce. But anyway, just to keep fit. I've started uh, bicycling on my stationary bike. So now I'm built up to six minutes. My goal is to have 10 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yay. That's a good yeah. goal. <laughs> Thanks. How about, you, <laughs> how about you ladies? What are you doing to keep 
um, despite busy jobs, uh, uh-huh. what, are you, what are you doing for that self-care? Um, for me, because I had a sore back since January, I have to do like frequent stretching and walking. So I do a lot of walking and then doing yoga stretches just to get my back moving again. It's been quite the journey since January. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's getting better and the walk is like helping a lot. So. I bought a bike. I bought an actual pedal bike. Uh, I lost mine got stolen when I was living in Winnipeg. So I replaced that and I go for rides here. I go uh, like half a block and I'm on a little trail thing and I can go around in town and, you know, instead of driving my car to shoppers drug mart or something like that, I take my bike. Right. So that's how I was before. And, and I just needed to re I have to reset my brain to say, no, I know it's easier to get in your car and some days it's hot, but you know, it's nice even to go meet a friend or something like that, you know, and, 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 uh, and stuff. It's good to just do that, pull my bike out instead. Mm-hmm. Nice. And for myself, I think I gained about 40 pounds, you know, when COVID first started. I don't know. I think my body just went into hibernation mode. It was like, like turned into a bear. And I was like snacking and um, watching Netflix if I wasn't working and, you know, staying up late and getting up early. And mm-hmm. I just took its toll. And, um, you know, I, I um, ate a lot of junk food and I don't usually eat that way. So now to reverse that, I started, let me see if I can pronounce this properly, intermittent, did I say it right? Intermittent fasting. So I do a 16 and 8, and I feel that I actually have more energy than I did before, and I just absolutely love it. And so I'm just eating only between the hours of 1 to 7 o'clock at night, and then anything after that, it's just water. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing. And I've been outdoors a lot more too. That's good. And, and does it work? I've heard so much about it. Are you yeah. finding um, that it does make a difference? Like if you watched um, Empowers Women a few podcasts ago, like I, this was like double, probably triple on me. And like, it's just going away. And I'm not hurting myself. You know, I'm, I'm eating still. I eat whatever I want in between that, that hour. <laughs> Even... Um, mm-hmm fast food or junk food <laughs> but you know <laughs> yeah. uh truth <laughs> but yeah no I I I find that I have a lot more energy and now like breakfast used to be my favorite meal and then after that came dinner and then after that came a heavy supper and then snacks all the way now I just you know I I my body is already used to eating after 12 and then whatever until seven and sometimes it's not a lot anymore like yeah mm-hmm. it, for me it's working <laughs> that's pretty cool okay so i've had this um banner at the bottom it says iopstatia empowers women words of inspiration words of inspiration oh my goodness there's so, so there's so many and if we have um difficulty of uh, finding our own words I think that we can look at others and I've been uh, looking at TED Talks because they're short like when I get ready in the morning Mm -hmm. I've been listening to them and what got me started on the bike was I was watching 
this one podcast, I forget the speaker's name now, but anyway, she goes, if you're waiting to feel to do something, she goes, you're never going to feel it. And I'm like, ouch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the, the, the other piece of advice that came right after that was, as soon as you think of doing something, act on it. Don't wait for like 10 minutes later, like do it right away. So, so mm -hmm. here I was five o'clock in the morning. I thought, hmm, it's so early. And instead of going for a walk, my bike was right behind the couch. And, and so I said, well, maybe I should hop on my bike. And I looked at the time and it's like, hmm, it's five o'clock in the morning. And so <laughs> I remembered the podcast. And you know what, I jumped right on it. I hopped right on it. And I think I only did like three and a half kilometers. And I said, wow, that's all I did in 11 minutes. And so I was a little bit disappointed, but I felt really proud of myself because my goal was for 10 minutes and I did 11. It's like, yes, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> awesome. I think, um, you know, it's really embrace it, you know, like jumping off of Shirley too, is just to embrace the things that come before you, right? Like, if I hadn't uh, gone and worked at the at the school in January, I actually did a catering for the powwow group that uh, works with the with the Saskatoon within Saskatoon Public Schools, and uh, the the principal came up to me and she goes, "We really need somebody to make food for us on Thursday." And I said, and she, and I was like, it was Wednesday. And she says, and I said, well, when do you need me to start? She goes in the morning, <laughs> like 7.30. Eh? It's like 7.30 at night. And I was like, well, what do you need me to do? And she goes, <laughs> she says, we get all this food donated from like extra foods. So they pick up everything on, a, on the Wednesday afternoon and they make packages for all the kids to take home and then they get also get so much bulk stuff that it gets put in a fridge or you know and they just try and cook it up but there was nobody to do that so when I walk in on a Thursday morning I have to be inspired like I have to just look at what's there so there could be like eight boxes of fruit there could be like 30 boxes of yogurt or you know what I mean like stuff like that right and and then I have to just think okay how am I going to use this and how am I going to fit feed 80 kids for four different meals like including snacks in the next six hours and I just go like just run right like so <laughs> but I mean these kids like they get meals from the Salvation Army like and I call them kids because that to me they are they're 18 up to I think I've seen somebody well into their 30s trying to finish high school and they're struggling you know they they and and they see me and I'm making like pizzas and these beautiful things like one day I made uh, pancakes with uh, you know fruit and peanut butter and all this you know like really fancy nice you know and whatever I can dream up out of what comes in for free to these guys and it's just like and I see 80 faces of appreciation and love and you know respect and all that kind of stuff and so you know like be ready because that that kind of thing brought me back to life you know I didn't have my baby with me wanted to stay in Winnipeg and finish high school and my mom was gone from my life and you know and my I got my older son back he lives here with me but I was so lonely 
you know, and so if my life was changing and I, and I filled it with something that, you know, not only helped that, you know, so many touched so many people and the teachers and everything like that, but it also touched me. So mm -hmm. that's, that's how, you know, and these kind of things don't, <clears throat> they can happen at any time. So be ready. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, words, words of inspiration for me is uh, just like during this time of like your mental health and your self-care, your everything is so important right now. And no matter what, even though we're having a difficult time like trying to grow as people, um, we're all going to get through it and it's going to be fine. And just to remember to accomplish those goals, you know, like start setting those goals. I know it's hard when you're thinking like, oh no, like what's going to look like in the future? Or what's the, like, how are things going to change? And, but still at the same time, set those goals, accomplish those goals and it will get you further. Like don't give up just because like we're restricted right now and just keep growing as people because that's what matters is when we're out there making a difference. And yeah, so those are my words of inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> just to tie up what, what everyone said you know um when you're setting your goals and when you when you're you take what what it is you're given and you just go with it you know and all of that um i i will just add um like a podcast i listen to different podcasters and i would listen to abraham hicks mm -hmm. and uh, what she said that really popped for me that made me feel light and made me and I say it on a daily I, I printed it out and I put it on my my fridge and it's everything is always working out for me I just feel like and you just tell yourself that everything is always working out for me and uh, thank you Abraham Hicks for that you pulled me through mm -hmm. COVID <laughs> 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 I so love that. That's so cool. So it's good seeing you, ladies. Wow, it's been a couple of years. A lot has changed. Grandma too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute, and they grow so fast. Okay. Yeah. Right. We yeah. have a comment here from a listener named Hazel. She said, "Awesome, ladies," and I know that she was with us from the very beginning when they're. Well, the birth of IOPS.ca empowers women. So, oh, yes, I remember um, her. Keep on yeah. keeping on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so great to see Thank all you. of you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Shirley and Sigmund. And Nathan, I want to say, Nathan, hey, thank you for getting us going back in Nathan. 2018. And we should sure that we all get together. Thank you, and Nathan. Keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good night, ladies. Good night, Good night. Good night. This is Sequin Achak from Spring Spirit Nation. I actually started my podcast career from being a part of a very beautiful group of women called IOPS.ca Empowers Women. Um, that Facebook page is still up. If you are a part of it, um, if you ever want to look for it, maybe our old podcasts are there from 2018. Um, I'm very, very um, grateful and thankful to Nathan Ares for bringing us together. Um, you know, uh, 
Emily is from LaRange, Glenno is from Manitoba, Winnipeg, and um, Shirley from Al Northern Alberta, and me representing the central Saskatchewan, kind of the north, but we're just two very, or four very dynamic people, Indigenous, Esquilak, Ikwe, um, coming together and just uh, creating a space for Indigenous women to empower, um, especially the young girls out there. And I just thought it was beautiful that we had a reunion this evening and we're all very busy, as you heard from our shows, and we're all very, 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 very grateful for the life that we have and um, our connections with people. Hi, hi, nanaskamun, nuagamaganek, hi, hi. You can find Spring Spirit Nation on seven podcast platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. Oh wait, Chisqua, we now have a YouTube channel, Spring Spirit Nation.